0: Hello, and welcome to the We Art One podcast, uniting passions and unleashing potential. Join us on a global journey where each week we showcase some of the most incredible individuals and their remarkable pursuits from across the globe, where we will collaborate together to help build awareness so we can all explore what this amazing world has to offer. Together, We Art One. Hello and welcome back to another episode with We Art One, and today we are back again with Mary Curtis, and we are going to be discussing um, the topic of judgment and how this can actually have an effect on not only our mental health but our spiritual and physical health too. Um, so, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Mary again. Hello, Mary. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Okay. I'm all right.
1: The here because I don't feel that I've been judged
0: today. Cause that's what we like to hear. And um, yeah, obviously uh, with the subject of judgment and um, it being all around us and the effect mm-hmm. it's, it has on a lot of people. Absolutely. The uh, social media pressure these days on teenagers is awful. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're all experiencing some form of judgment, whether it be from your neighbor who's not, happy with the fact you've just put in a new plant or you've got a little pond, whatever it is, that feature, or they don't like the fact you've maybe even got your music on a little bit louder, what you listen to, um, or even passing someone in the street and they give you a dirty look because of the clothes that you're even wearing. And yeah, the effect that just those little moments can have on someone's mental health, let's start with, yeah, um, can be actually absolutely detrimental.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's really sad, you know, because... We do have between seventy and ninety thousand thoughts every single day. Yep. And as human beings, you know, automatically we look at someone, are they tall, are they slim, are they fat, are they thin, are they dark haired, are they, you know, blonde and things like that. But we always have a choice. We can either feed the good wolf or the bad wolf. Mm-hmm. And you choose, you know, which wolf you're gonna feed, are you gonna acknowledge that judgment and do something about it, you know? Um it was really interesting this morning. I was out and about and I was just smiling when I was in the gym and smiling when I was out. And how much you can change someone's day just with a smile rather than judging them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And when people feel judged, um, you know, if, you, if you're aware of the energy field, you know, the aura around them, the energy actually constricts when we feel judged. I mean, for me, I used to judge myself. I wasn't the perfect mother, perfect wife, perfect this, perfect that. And that is very, very, very toxic. But when we learn to accept ourselves, so obviously the opposite of judgment is acceptance. Mm-hmm. And most people who judge are actually judging themselves. So we call it mirroring when you look at counselling. So pe- some, you know, some person might say, you're too fat, too tall. I got bullied at school because I was too tall in somebody else's eyes, you know. But um when we judge somebody, what we're actually doing is judging a part of ourselves. When we learn to accept ourselves in our completeness and our complete imperfections, because we're at the perfect version of our perfect selves and our perfect imperfections, then we stop judging. But also if somebody's judged us, we have um, a choice to either buy into that judgment or to you know, get rid of the energy. Um, and it's very easy on the, on the physical body, because when we absorb judgment, that toxicity, cause its toxic energy, if we look at everything as energy and everything's out of fear or love, judgment is certainly in the fear bracket, because it's certainly not love. But when we look at judgment, that energy will get, um, cons- uh, you know, quite toxic, and it will go into the joints, so we call it the fascia tissue, the ligaments, um, you know the wrists, the elbows, the shoulders, the knees. And it weighs us down.
0: So ultimately you're saying judgment from others, judgment from around us, whatever, is ultimately yeah. having a, a, a an impact on our physical absolutely. self, our physical yeah, etiquette. So you yeah.
1: yeah, if you think of a child who's judged at school by the teacher, yep. you know, um, there are studies done, I studied psychology at college, and um, there were studies done on children with ginger hair, and they deliberately did a study on children with ginger hair, and obviously, you know, lost examiners, English examiners, English whatever, they don't see the child, you know. So what they did, they put a photograph of the child on with the examination paper, and the children with ginger hair scored remarkably less than those with blonde hair and blue eyes.
0: That is absolutely staggering. It's disgusting. That is disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. So the examiner's literally not ju- judged the person purely yeah. off the basis of the. Well, not necessarily. There are there is the instance of that it could be a, a, a massive coincidence. However, it's very unlikely that is the case. And it is sad to see because it's all around us. It happens all the time. It
1: happens all the time, and
0: uh, you know. I've had it myself. I've had it. I've had it myself. You know. You know. Someone just just looks at you for the way you might be looking or talking to somebody. And it's, you, they don't know what's going on in my world. They don't know who I am and what, I'm, what, I, what I do and things like that. And yeah. to cast that judgment, you can't. And it has to happen to me where I've actually felt quite depressed and quite sad within myself. And then like you said, I've allowed that to happen to myself. I then look back at these instances and thought, actually, maybe something's actually going on in their life. Why, I, I looked at it for more of a um, objective view or perspective, and thought, why are they actually coming at me with that sort of judgment? Yeah. What is maybe going on in their life to make them feel the need yes. to, to, to show that? Um, and yeah, it's, it's quite sad in that respect, isn't it? There must be going through a lot of pain in, in essence, and to see it from a point of compassion.
1: Exactly. When you're sending it around, and again, I'm not saying it's an excuse, you know, I don't I'm not being judgmental, what belittling or critical or anything like that. No then there's no excuse for that, you know, it's out and out wrong. However, we have a choice whether to, like you say, bite into it or otherwise, but somebody who is persistently judgmental, persistently critical, usually they're in a world of pain.
0: Well, and if the other person they're judging, they might be judging from a distance. The only person that's then getting affected is the person judging, not the person being judged. You're only causing yourself negative emotions, toxicity within yourself, which can have a snowball effect on your life and everyone else around it. You imagine a child, um, you know,
1: who's judged because too fat or a bit smelly or, you know, this, that, and the other. That child will grow up with that. Exactly. I remember when I was... um, When I did the spiritual pilgrimage and I was working in Bali, I was asked to teach English at a school and the joy and the simplicity of that was incredible. Now, you're in a village in the middle of nowhere. It was just outside Klung Kung, And one of the teachers spoke reasonably good English and she identified the students to me who were the slowest and the thickest. And I was absolutely disgusted. One you were aware of the law of attraction and positive mental yeah. attitude? So and the teacher would literally say to these children, Well, you're aware of space in front of the child. We're talking children who are five, six years old. Oh awesome. so you can guess which two children are yeah. the monster. Oh and by giving the children your time And your affection and your attention, your children got it as well, believe you me. But these two children thrived. Awesome. Because all you need to do is turn it around. So if any listeners out there feel that they are judged, shake it off. One of the best things when I'm working with my clients is shake out the arms, shake out the legs, because it's energy. So a thought. Is energy. When somebody's judging you, or as you say, and I'm really sorry to hear that you've it's, been on the recent it, end of
0: the day. Yeah, we all have ambient at the end of the day, I we still have. Okay. It's
1: unfortunately,
0: yeah. You know. But when you shake it out like, you like you're saying shake out, a bit like you would if you have worked out and you're trying to shake off a bit of yeah. lactic acid. Yeah. Just yeah. literally Shaking shake it out.
1: out. Shake your legs. You know, like children do before they do a warm up before yeah. and no shake the legs out, shit their arms out. And so, what does that
0: do? What does it, how does that help?
1: Physically gets rid of that energy of the body. Right. okay. So, I did a talk to, um, I did a team building with a, um, a group of solicitors a few years ago. And I said to them, you know, how many of you in the room um, are aware of energy? You know, what kind of, do any of you see the auric field? Just think about the energy around you. If you're a grumpy old sod, what kind of colors is it going to be? Is it going to be light or dark? If you're angry, what? Well, so, you know, if you look at Homer Simpson, his energy field will go red. If you look at someone who's maybe depressed, we all have bad days. You know, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say I never have a bad day because it's
0: not real. But That's I what makes do, us human at the end of the day, isn't it? So.
1: But if I do have a bad moment or two, mm-hmm. I shake it off. Well, the best thing to do is go out for a walk. But when you physically shake it up, so I got the solicitors to do a you waking. And in the morning, they get up in the morning, yeah. grumpy, the grouchy, the alarms gone off, they press snooze, they have to get up, the train might be late, <laughs> they broke down, they got stuck in traffic, you get the general idea. So to start the day, they would do a shaky wakey
0: So they've gone through all that process of being stressed, and, like, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, and then they've got to work after it all, and then they've yeah. done the shaky wakey they week.
1: identified it. And what they did, and, and I spoke to the manager a few weeks think it was within even 10 days. And she noticed a massive difference in the office because they were aware of the energy they were coming in with. They yeah. were aware if they were coming in with grumpiness, because grumpiness is going to create judgment or snappiness in the office. Absolutely. And I was saying, you know, who is it in the office who <coughs> is <coughs> the <coughs> office bitch? Because most of the time, you know, all offices have, unfortunately, the office bitch. They do, yeah. And most people <coughs> can't say the voice because the throat chakra. Right. And all of them started. Oh my gosh! You know, it was like the recognition went on. The light bulb moment went on. Yeah, the office bitch when she walks in, everybody seals, You know.
0: Yeah, well, um, you get always like a, a, it's like a, 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 having anxiety, almost like. We don't. We're always waiting for something to happen, and that takes up a lot of your energy. Absolutely, your focus away from work becomes more apparent. Obviously, you're you're distracted at the thought of this person doing whatever they're going to do next.
1: And it was really interesting because obviously, uh, when I was asked to do the workshops, you know, I'd team of staff in, and then I did the same workshop to another team of staff. The office bitch was amongst them. And <laughs> she, I didn't know who she was. Oh, no. Who just put her head down? I mean, I just held her space. So, you know, that means just putting lighter around it. I wasn't going to
0: judge it, but she <laughs> clearly was judging She can clearly say it like that. Yeah, she goes through know.
1: And I would guess that her attitude after that day changed because most people can't even say the name of the office bitch, whatever it is, you know, Miss Smith, Miss John, Miss Davies, or... Betty or layers or whatever. Most people can't say it. So be aware if you're even struggling to say the name of somebody who judges you because the throat chakra, the throat center, the throat energy, the energy gets blocked in our throat. Right. Be very aware if you can't speak. You know, we have two ears for listening and one mouth for talking because we all need to listen twice as much as we speak. But be aware of those times when you're trying to you know, explain to somebody so so and so hurt me or or whatever. And if you have been the judge of someone else, because I know I was my own worst critic, I know I was really nasty with myself for many many years. And when you start judging yourself less or accepting yourself more, the whole world will change around you. But everything, as we've discussed before, is the law of attraction and when we hold judgment judgmental thought they're actually toxic mm-hmm. so if you're judging someone you're holding a toxic energy to judge someone else and you're putting that toxic energy on them i mean this is in a very very simple form but over a period of time it's like like
0: a build up isn't it
1: yeah, yeah it's like you know the drains will clog up or if you throw mud at somebody's window or if you dirty somebody's glasses we yeah. talk about you know, if you're in love with someone, you know you've got those cooler glasses. So when we look at judgment, are the glasses going to be clean or dirty? You yeah, know, well, if well. we look through the lens of always judging and always criticism, criticism, there's ourselves. You know, there was a character in uh, a TV. Um, so many years ago, called Victor Meldrew, and he went I,
0: remember, yeah. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. My mum used to always say, Oh, you like Victor Meldrew? Not to me, but like It's like your granddaddy, your daddy. Yeah. Like, yeah what, do like, you what do you mean, like like Victor Meldrew? To
1: Meldrew? So, you know, maybe you flip it around. And if somebody's judging you, maybe either ignore them or just compassion and think, you know, I wouldn't like to be you. But if there's a time and a place to be assertive with someone, and you need to say, you know, that's really
0: quite... So set them boundaries yeah. in a polite, nice, open manner. And if, they, if they're then um, dismissive or defensive of that, yeah. you walk away from that. Walk, walk away from that, from that and set that. Okay, you yeah. can't, sometimes you can't argue with a fool, can you? And yeah. so, yeah. yeah but sometimes, not.
1: you know, um, we do have to walk away and you're always mm-hmm. finding those barriers and boundaries. We can choose to be the victim. We can choose to be the martyr. We can choose to be an empowerer. Or, and we can choose to be aware of our disease, the unease to please. Who are we trying to please? You know. But for me, learning when I had the chronic fatigue and I had twelve months, you know, flat on my back pretty much, and I was thinking, I'm not good enough for this. I'm not good enough for that. I don't deserve this. And you know the nonsense the psycho bubble would give ourselves. When you actually turn it around, and you start to understand, well, actually. Why am I being so horrible to myself? Why can't I learn to be my own best friend? And often what happens with law of attraction, as soon as we stop judging ourselves, guess what? We start attracting judgment from others because it's law of attraction. Simple, simple quantum physics, and then everything can change. So I would say if you're on the receiving end of judgment, be aware, has it become a habit? Has it come from your parents? Has it come from teachers? Have you been a bully? You know, sometimes we need to be honest with ourselves. Are we judging ourselves too harshly? And as soon as we break the habit and are willing to move to a new habit, and that habit is acceptance. So be aware how much can we accept ourselves on a scale of one to 10? If zero was nothing and, you know, 10 was the most, are you nine, seven, five? You know, are you a work in progress? So, what you can do to look at yourself to become a better person. You know, sometimes uh, do you just dwell on it, having nothing else in your life? Do you join clubs? Are you more social? Are you able to go out for a walk? Are you able to exercise? You know, sometimes it's just something so simple as just go for a swim. Yeah,
0: you yeah, know, absolutely. It's yeah. no. oh, absolutely. Um, go for a nice
1: walk. Go for a nice walk. Yeah. But you sometimes have a really- Yeah, you have a choice to educate yourself. You know, we can look at judgment, we can allow it to crucify us. And, you know, on a day to day basis, people who are judged sometimes decide to commit suicide or they just maybe self harm or they just feel so depressed. But we have a right, and that would be our choice to re educate ourselves. As you say, one of the best books I've ever read is called An Unquiet Mind by Kay Redfield. And yes. um, that is all about um, manic depressive, bipolar, and it is absolute genius. You know, my first book, The Gold that jump, goes into my vulnerability. And I remember when I wrote it, a friend of mine said, God, I can't believe how open you've been.
0: You yeah, know? I can't wait to oh. read it. I've, I bought it on Amazon not so long ago. Yeah, yeah no, it's you, addictive. You, 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 yeah, that yeah. the...
1: my journey from being the judgmental critique I have to say here, I was never judgmental of anyone else. It was always based
0: at me. You know, I've never bullied anybody. Or, or no, that's you know. beautiful. but beautiful. At the same time, well, I, was, Sam had, I was, had to go I through that so. I have, I I have as well myself. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never been one to sort look at someone and judge them and go. In, in actual fact, quite the opposite. I love it when someone's doing well. Or you know, I, I look at someone that might, might, sort of my judge and think, mm. oh, what's what's going on in their life? I'd, I'd rather look to help them than to think. Yeah, who hey, are you? Look at what you're doing. Or what are you, you know that sort of yeah. that sort of that, it's so
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. And um, you know, some people think all oh, rich people are absolute toe rags, and yeah, um, there's good and bad in everybody anyway.
0: I mean, some people look at people that have got absolutely nothing and think, "Well, you're an absolute scumbag of the earth," and it's just oh, not the terrible. case. You know, I've I've, I've I've worked with many different um, mm-hmm. people in life, and tonight that we come yeah. from different places, and yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's the yeah, but not a thing
1: Yeah, one of the big things I learned about myself uh, when I had the chronic fatigue because it's taking that kind of self-reflection. There's a book called The Zero Limit by Dr. Joe Vitale and Dr. Hugh Len. I'm not even going to announce his surname because it it's ten letters long. So, Dr. Hugh Len, if you're listening, I'm really sorry because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try and tag my teeth around much. But the book's called Zero Limits. It's a multi-million best-selling book. And when you get to that place where you feel that you're tempted to judge yourself, or somebody's upset at you, you send a mantra. No matter which way you say it, which way do you use it in, it's I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. And thank you. And that mantra is also known as the whole upon. All upon all. One of my friends said. Yeah, the whole upon all. Oh, wow. oh. One of my friends there's May just says, I can't say that ever, uh, Mary. So we'll call it the hop on a pony. The hop on a pony. The hop on a pony. Okay. The whole upon all. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry and thank you. And I promise you it's life changing. You know, when I worked on my own issues, when I worked on resolving issues with my ex husband, because, you know, we have four children, we have yeah. brown daughters. And when I worked on, um, the uh, kind of divorce and separation that that we underwent, and I started taking personal responsibility for that because I had no awareness how much had upset him. You know, the poor guy just got divorced, just through the door. And when you start taking personal responsibility for the hurt you've inflicted on someone, either consciously or unconsciously, you know, most people don't do it consciously. Sometimes we get accused of things, and we've no awareness of that. So the Ho'oponopono is well worth um, having a look. There's some beautiful YouTube clips that Dr. Ulen's done. And be aware. And for just for one day, be kind to yourself. And if you've nothing nice to say, keep your mouth shut.
0: Brilliant. That's absolutely lovely. And it's a, it's a really, really nice uh, way to end the uh, podcast there. I think a lovely a little bit of uh advice uh for, for our listeners and yeah like you say at the end of the day if you can do one thing today is love yourself yeah judge less yeah and yeah just see yeah. see the world from a, from a from a from a beautiful point of view so fantastic thank you very much mary it's been great as always and uh yeah I look, to, look forward to seeing you again thank you absolutely thank you